Jackson, yeah. DeAndre Jordan, bananas. Hey, it's uh, it's the Broncos are riding on that luck. The Vikings still suck. Taco Tuesday edition of the program. The Bears are who we thought they were. Yeah. Oh my Let's goodness gracious! It. Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Think she's, think she's got it going, bossing over. No, no way. way. <laughs> no way. No Quizzing way. Garbage. Josh My guy, John Tazarian, is here. We all thought, right? What a, what a fun story that was. Oh, God. We're really doing it. Happy Tuesday, everyone, in the Mile High City. We got Anilo Piro joining the Smile High Morning Show this morning. Beck, yeah. Becker's in the building. He's He runs the show. I run the he show. does run the show. Banana Ooh. Becker back there, baby. <laughs> He's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Come in. Two straight guys are talking about his banana eating prowess. He's got great form when it comes to eating bananas. I mean. Great grip. Eye contact with the banana. Yeah, you know, y'all he, take notes. He treats the banana like I treat a Hooters mm. chicken wing. Mm. He grips it. He rips it. He strips it and then he and then he dips it. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, wow, what a what a theatrical that performance that was. Uh, yeah, thank you. I don't very know if much. I ever want to see that again, to be honest. But Hooters Day is actually tomorrow. Ooh, manana. We'll be doing the Hooters picks. We'll be doing the Hooters challenge. It's the collab we do with uh, with Anilo, Doug, and of course the lovely Hooters ladies. Anilo, welcome in, man. How are you? The big chair to fill there. That's the Danny Williams seat. Big he's, chair. Uh, he's on assignment. Yeah, I'm going to do my best Danny Williams impersonation today. I did mess up to not bring the flat, the flat bill hat. Flat bill uh, hat. But I, did, I feel like the sunglasses of his look is the most iconic part of the look. It right? is. It's it's becoming a thing. It's, yeah, I feel pretty edgy right now. I'm not going to lie. Like I feel pretty mysterious. I can't see what you're thinking. Yeah, right every, everything's kind of like I feel like I'm in my own little world here. <laughs> I see why he does it. Yeah, and if you want to just break off like a 90s uh, ballad of some sort, you know. Yeah. If you want to get some Creed I going. Do, I, I could do a mean I mean, Creed. you know, if you were just like, and I just heard. Well, let's go there. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's make our escape. Come on, let's go there. Feels good, doesn't it? Let's make our escape. Man. <sighs> let's go. I love Creed, man. You a Creed guy? Oh yeah, I think it's an absolute travesty that people think Creed's a joke. They're well, coming, they're gonna they're gonna tour down the street here next next summer. I'm going. Did you know that once Creed announced they were going on tour, the Texas Rangers never lost another baseball I, I, game. I mean, do you believe in miracles? You believe in magic? <laughs> uh, I believe in the, the good Lord. Should we start? Do you want to start off with a prayer? Good Lord, yeah. I want to thank you for uh, Creed giving us Creed and the Creed music and little baby Jesus. And uh, and next time, could you help the Vikings uh, score score more than ten <laughs> points, please? Oh, man. All right. We'll talk to you later, Lord. Thanks. The Bears, man. The Bears. What are they doing? The Vikings. What? What is this? What is going on? How are, <sighs> how are the Broncos getting every possible bounce I've ever seen? Remember when they missed that field goal and there was 12 guys on the field? Yeah. 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 It was just sweet. Take it. 
Vikings. It. Right, the stupid Vikings. They throw four interceptions. Should have been five. Yeah. If we're being honest, probably should have had a sack fumble in there. The pastornaut. <laughs> pastornaut. That was Not a cute. Bears. Look at that. That was cute. I mean, for a six-round pick, you'll live with it. It was a cute story. Slap a Band-Aid on an open wound. Oh. Yeah, the Vikings and the Chargers cut from the same cloth when it comes to excruciatingly painful losses. Yes. And the Bears, division opponent. I will also say this in the realistic sports talk You got Eberflust. Yeah, you got Eberflust. Who gets Eberflust? Here, have you ever seen thing. a guy that looks more like an Eberflust in your whole life? No. Like what? No, if, that, that is just like a... If yeah. I did a line a lineup and I was like, right, one of these guys is an Eberflust. Yeah. You'd be like... The guy with the big pecs. It's this guy right here. Yeah. From the Super Bowl photo. Yeah. It's not the guy with the with the uh, teardrop tattoo. That's no, not an Eberflus. No, not the backwards hat. No, no. Like the no. Eberflus is like you know the square glasses frames. The, yeah, the traditional 1940s World War II haircut. And that's uh, you know. And that guy won a game without scoring a touchdown. Hasn't well, yeah. only field goals hasn't been done since what 98. Yeah. Can, can we just come out and yeah. say the NFL kind of sucks this year? Is that allowed to be said? You know what? You're I, a parody. Nobody's good. It's not a parody. Nobody's yeah. good. There's ten. There's. 13 or 14 terrible teams. Terrible. Terrible teams. Like, and you might put the Vikes in that pair, in that group. You might have to. Like the line. It, Nine days ago, I was putting the Vikes yeah. up on like a pedestal like, come on, good luck beating us this year, Lions, you stupid bums. It's, it's almost December. You're going to do your D- Detroit thing. And now I'm like, man, there might not be five good teams in the whole league. I, I think you're right. And there's 13 or 14 bad ones. And that I, I am of the belief there are no great teams. There's maybe, like, to your point, four or five solid teams like Kansas City, Philly, right, San Francisco. But none of these teams, like, usually by this point in the NFL season, you're like, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. Right. This is any any teams. Oh, those oh. two of those teams you just mentioned are yeah. trying, trying to claw their way in. I was talking about with my dad, too, and he brought up the take of, like, it might be like the World Series where you get a team like Arizona, like the Diamondbacks, who just kind of snuck their way into the big dance. I mean, who's to say that doesn't happen in the NFL this year? It feels like it's anybody's game. I feel like in years past the NFL, you could have named 10 teams maybe that are like, all right, they, they could sneak yeah. in. But this year, this feels almost like uh, NCAA football where you're like, well, it's going to be Georgia. For sure, Georgia's right. in there. Kansas and then City. is it going to be Alabama or is it going to be, you know, like yeah. you're naming two or three other teams and the rest, there is no parity. It's like... It's becoming, yeah, it's becoming kind of sickening how many bad teams there are. It's the boring. I think it was two weeks ago. Oh, it's boring. Or I, oh, not the, I forget which Cowboy game it was. I wanted to play ping pong so much more no, than just watch that game. Was, and the ping pong table is right there. That's what it's about right now. I, I, I was like, I can't forget. My buddy Connor's over. He's a great ping pong player. And I'm missing out on amazing rallies to watch. Like, what was that last night? That's what I'm saying. football? I, I have had probably, yeah. Half dozen times this year where I'm watching a game and I'm like, this is a waste of time. This is boring. Boring. Even if I got money on it, I'm bored. Even if I'm about to win a bet, I'm bored. The NFL this year, even like, even college has been a little, little up and down. But the NFL this year, I mean, the Broncos are fun now, thank God. The Broncos are excitingly fun. Like, that's the one thing that's kind of, like, if the Broncos were bad. Well, like, if the Vikings could just score a touchdown without, like, yeah, yeah. or, like, not throw five interceptions. Vikings get a Viking. Yeah, no doubt. It's crazy. It's, you can't not give up a touchdown and lose. That's that's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty disgraceful. First time since, what, 93 that the Bears won a game without scoring a touchdown? Yeah, that's pretty bad. And you think about it, too. When the Vikings were here just like eight days ago or nine days ago, they gave up five field goals to the Broncos. They didn't give up a touchdown until they did, and it was with one minute left in the game. Like, they're doing something right on it's defense. Brutal. But then they got and, – and part of me is thinking that their head coach is getting a little cute. We're having like The a, Vikings? Yeah, 
O'Connell's get. I mean, what are we doing? Like, you got a fourth string quarterback? What is Dobbs? Cousins and then Mullins? Mullins? Everything's going to be all right. That's a Sean Mullins there. Mm. Rockabye. He was there. This Hall, Jaron Hall, BYU kid. So then Dobbs would be your fourth string quarterback. And you're just trying a little too hard to be cute, which was funny. Early in the year, Dobbs ran it a lot. But why? Because he didn't know any of the plays. <laughs> he yeah. didn't know any plays, so he just tucked it and ran. Improvisation. Yesterday, I didn't see him run at all. Now, two days ago, I saw Russell Wilson, like, on back-to-back plays, go scampering. And, like, on huge third downs when it's they true. need five yards, he goes and just gets six quick. That's what you need. And, and, and it's not that much of an anomaly anymore. You look at Jalen Hurts. He does it no problem. Mahomes can do it whenever he wants. Lamar Jackson. He Josh can get Allen. Loose. Josh Allen makes a living off of it. Yeah. You kind of need that. You can't just not have a guy that can get you five yards running. Yeah, the dual threat is almost becoming the norm. Four interceptions. You almost, yeah. Man, not good. I can't tell. Would no you, bueno. Man. No bueno. It's no bueno. Who's your backup? Don't you got a good one over there, Trey Lance? In He's Dallas? actually technically QB3. It's still Cooper Rush. Cooper Clutch, as I like to say. My Have guy. you guys cut him so the Vikes can get a, their fifth quarterback going? Or no? yeah, maybe. Golly. Maybe. You know, I, I'm of the belief, though, that Dallas would have the same record they have right now, even if Cooper Rush was the quarterback, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty close to that take, to be honest. You're not taking it, though? You're not taking the full take on it? No, because I got to give credit where credit is due. They have been playing better. But it's like, that's the thing is, like, is there a team more lucky in the NFL right now than the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, like you Denver know what I'm Broncos, saying? Like, right? I guess the Denver Broncos. But they've been playing... I don't know. The Broncos are just playing check down football. It's like death by a million paper cuts. They're just going to check down, check down, check down. Are they check getting down. lucky? I mean, am I am I over no, the line? No, I mean, I don't. Th- not on defense. The I think twelve man on the field was amazing. Yeah, that was lucky. That was or, incredible. Just idiotic, frankly. But I, I don't know. Are the Denver Broncos lucky? Doesn't it seem like everything's coming up orange and blue? Yeah, but isn't that regression to the mean after everything came up the alternative teams' colors in the early part of the season? I mean, think about if they win that game against the Raiders, or the Commanders, where they're at right now. I believe they lost both of those games by a combined three points. Right. It's just like, I don't know. And it's like, how do you score 70 points and get dumped on, you know, by your and former ball boy? And then don't give boy? up 70 points in the like, next five games. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's I think crazy. It, it finally took them five games to give up that 70-something point. It was like. I don't understand. And then you lose to Zach Wilson in Hackett. I mean, come on. Those guys suck. Yeah. I had heard some speculation that apparently, like, when they hired Vance Joseph, that they asked him to run the Fangio defense. And, like, that's why like, it's not what he was used to from a scheming perspective, and they've since corrected that, and now he's running his own defense. That's a little speculation that I've heard through the grapevine, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I you got to love the way Russell Wilson's played this year, though. When you see oh, uh, you love it. when you see a Justin Fields last night, you see a Dobbs, you see a Herbert, Josh Allen coming up short. You're seeing a bunch of dudes coming up short that are supposed to be good dudes. Kirk, Kirk Cousins makes a living out of it. Dak's probably done it once or twice this year. Couple although, times. although they're on fire. I mean, the Cowboys are a nice squad. They are playing nice. Um, you, you just, when it matters most. You see how important you can't in this league expect to win with a Dobbs or with a... No, not consistently. I mean, even a Baker Mayfield? No, I feel like Harbaugh and Baltimore is like the ultimate example of, of doing more with less. I mean, made it to the playoffs last year with Huntley... Like, Look at the Steelers. Like, who's the worst quarterback you think that could win the Super Bowl this year? This year? I mean, it might be Kenny Pickett. And I don't think Pittsburgh's going to do it, but with the way that they keep winning games, I mean, they, they literally get outscored, outgained in every game, except for this last week. And it's like... 
There's not a bigger fan of Mikey Tomlin than me. I'm a big Mike but, Tomlin guy. God, Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh, man, those two guys could coach my team any day. Any day. I mean, but, like, seriously, like, the worst quarterbacks out there, I mean. Because there's, you know, there's always like, well, you know, Brad Johnson did it and Trent Dilfer did it. But you're like, nah, nowadays you need a guy that's got a name. You can't. You Purdy. Is Brock Purdy? Purdy's Brock better Purdy. than Pickett, though. Yeah. But you, oh, probably, yeah. you don't think Steelers have a chance. Right. Realistic yeah, Purdy, Super Bowl Purdy's contenders. probably the, the name. But of teams that are on track to make the playoffs right now, it's probably Pickett. Well, Purdy's or on like, track to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Of like the worst quarterbacks on track worst. to make the okay. playoffs. Yeah. It'd be Pickett. Fair. Who else is there? Gardner G- Minshew. Yeah, I was going to say Colts. What about yeah, Gardner? Minshew. He can't win a Super Bowl, Ooh, right? I love Gardner. I do love Gardner Minshew. I feel like you looked like Gardner Minshew when you were younger. Jean shorts. I could see like doesn't Gersh look like I, I could see I could a young Gersh. And I could also look like Gardner Minshew in like ten years from now. Like he, yeah, he works the whole spectrum. Did you yeah. see when he went on the RV tour and was just wearing yeah? Shorts? Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. And just filming it and just being. I, you don't think like that's a guy that likes to drink Coors Lights? Could he win the Super Bowl? I mean, I'd want him no. to. I don't think so. No, okay. Minshew? No. And I just saw Jonathan Taylor might be out for yeah. an extended period. Thumb, right. Yeah, which could be Jared brutal. Goff. Could Jared Goff win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm at that point. He's got there. Really? I mean, they've kind of wet the bed the last couple of weeks, even though they beat Chicago. But they had to come back in that one and then Green Bay. But, yeah, I think so. See, that's the question you got to ask yourself. I mean, when you see it, like, <laughs> what just happened last night in Minnesota, and even with Fields, too, like, ooh, man. When you're coaching for balls to be thrown zero yards or less, it's tough. When you're coaching for balls to not be thrown at 10 yards because you know anything over five gets a little hairy, and it did, you know, and then it's tough. Did you see the play the Panthers ran? It was like fourth, it was fourth down with like a minute and change left in their game to win the game. I think they needed like probably seven or eight yards, and they ran a, a screen. And it's like, no wonder Bryce Young is not succeeding. I mean, you're not setting these guys up to succeed. These screen, this screen Frank game, Reich. Yeah. Eesh. This screen game. Like, I don't know. When I was growing up, guys, we had this thing called the slant pattern. John Elway mastered it. Yeah, this guy, Brett Favre. This is Brett Favre just being Brett Favre. You know, Brett Favre. Just slant patterns, right? Uh, Peyton Manning, I'm sure, didn't mind a nice, quick slant pattern. Tom Brady, uh, opposite slant banana or something like that. Banana, right? I mean, like, what is the deal? Why is everyone trying to outsmart the slant pattern? Get the ball to your dude on a slant and just get six or seven. And look, I'm not exactly an X's and O's aficionado, but especially with the way that the defensive rules are in play right now, you can't grab these guys. You can't destroy them over the middle like you used to. No, no. And if anything, yeah, the middle is more open than it's ever been. Right? Like, I'm a big classic guy. Slant route, out route. Like, whatever happened to the button hook as well? Like, it feels like that's rarely run. Everyone wants to come back around the sideline. What about the over the middle button hook? He button hooked me. It's a classic, like, backyard football It's a classic route. route. Two on two in the backyard. Ten yards, button come hook. right back, curl, boom. Right on time. You Ball's there. Did you play any turkey bowl over the Thanksgiving? No, my family's all old now. I didn't get the invite to Vatanzi's thing, but uh, I Ooh, guess. You're not, in the, you're not in the click. Whatever, Mario. Every time you come in here, we bro-hug and stuff. I'm starting to wonder. I thought I was going to get the invite. It sounds like Zach Seegers. Oy. Was e- was either really, really impressive, like had a random mall, random mall kind of day, mm. or they're making fun of him, or they're calling him. What do you think? I, I I don't know. I don't really understand how to interpret the Twitter I persona. Damn! Did you ever go see Creed live in concert? No. I, yeah. I'm going to when they come. I used to drive Cody insane when him and I would do the show. Like, I hate Creed. <laughs> 
and I would just scream it, and I'd make it da- because Danny and I are trolls. Right. So we'd always yeah. just troll and play free. Oh my gosh! Why are you listening to Creed? Oh, Creed! You've got yeah. heavy, you've got strong takes on Creed. We don't want to hear them. Yeah. Take them, take them somewhere else. This is music for the soul. The Lord's music. And I love how it's becoming a big comeback now because I've been on this wave for like the last two years, and like in the last six months, like there's been like this whole renewed push. I feel like I'm on top of the world, man. This must be what like Vance Joseph felt like when he came back, and he's like, "We're back." We back. Hey, you ready to do this again? Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. All right, listen to Smile High Morning Show, 303-831-1340, hotline, text line, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Yeah. Hit us up. We'll be right back on the other side. Be like sunset on the beach. Pick me on a pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Summertime in Florida, catch me sliding on the key. Yeah. Something's happening inside of me. Excellence, yeah, it's mm. gotta be hot and cold. It's like Best in the business. The Smile High Morning Show. It's not show friends, it's show business. Man, we made some beef last night, bro. We did the Minnesota Juicy Lucy's watching them Vikings games. Hold I, on, wait, I rolled wait. out some of my Bloomfield beef, my that that certified what prime is, Angus. What is it? Juicy Lucy? Oh, Juicy Lucy? You never heard of it? No, I never heard of Juicy Lucy. Well, you like Sounds beef? Like you like beef, right? Love beef. I'm going to go. I, so we we go in the freezer. We get our Bloomfield beef. We, we bring it out the day before. And then we thaw it. Here's the thing, guys. You can't unthaw or dethaw. You just got to thaw. That's a lesson in, mm. in learning there. Um, and then what you do with the Juicy Lucy's is you get, like, however big you think the burger is going to be, you know, third pound or something like that, and then rip it in half, patty it up real thin. Bottom part, top part, make a little bowl there. We did Swiss cheese. That's all we had. Oh, cheese inside the burger. Cheese inside the burger. You cannot do shredded cheese inside the burger, though, folks. You got to crumble or you got to have some type of, like, sliced, folded up, right? Why is that? The shredded just it evaporates too quickly, like disappears. Yeah, and then you're like, where'd the you know, where'd the cheese go? That sounds really good. Gross. And then we also had some sautéed onions mm. and a little sauerkraut. Popped Ooh, it in there. You're a the, man of culture. Put the burger on top, and then went out to the Blackstone. Ooh, greased it up. Ooh. I mean, yeah, that's we're living our best mm. lives there. All for ten points and a loss to the Bears, because the Bears are who we thought they were. It's the memories that are made. We let them off the hook. God, I miss you, Denny. Danny Green. The Bears are who we thought they were. I can't. I mean, I can't believe it because the NFL sucks this year. But it's just like the even the worst of teams. This I mean, year. think about it. the the Eagles' lone loss this season is to the New York Jets. Yeah, and like the Eagles are the best team, and they do this little like, rugby what style. Is that? The rugby style push they do and stuff. You're like the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, like it's just like none of this makes any sense. Dobbs. Yeah, but Dobbs. Yeah. Like, Who's that? Dobbs. Who's Dobbs? Who, what, what? Who's Dobbs? Is uh. Are you putting your eggs in this Sean Payton's basket the rest of the way? Yeah, I, but I've always, I have always been, for lack of a better phrase, a Sean Payton, Russell Wilson truther. Like, I had friends that are diehard Broncos. Like, I literally was texting them last night because I started, you know, the little tweets that come up of, like, all the stats, like, the stat muse. And, like, I sent it to my buddies, and I was like, I was told Russell Wilson is washed. I yep. was told Russell Wilson can't play anymore. The numbers don't lie, though. But here's the thing that was confusing to me is when the season started and they were worse through the first four games this year than they were under Nathaniel Hackett, that's when I was just dumbfounded. 
I was like, what the bleep is going on? It just made no sense. Like, how do you get worse from a dumpster fire last year? But at the end of the day, you got enough proven commodities. Eventually, it's going to figure itself out. I mean, Russell Wilson was playing himself out of the Hall of Fame. And Sean Payne's one of the best coaches of this generation. They're not going to just fail miserably. Yeah, I think I'm not saying I expected this, but they had to turn it around eventually, right? Well, there's a feeling out process. And then the key is you got to sneak in some W's. If you feel out yeah. the process like Josh McDaniels does, then, you know, or Frank Reich did, Oy. then you might, you know. Can you believe he didn't last as long as Urban Meyer? He didn't last season? as long as Nathaniel Hackett. Did that he? is bad. Yeah, I don't think he lasted as long as Hackett. And what's crazy is, like, I mean, there's only so many head coaching gigs, but, like, the owner out there, Tepper, I mean, he's now proven to be a, a meddler. You know, he gets into, you know, everything and likes to, you know, have it his way. Well, we all saw the graphic, PK. or if we didn't see the graphic, right? It's the Carolina Panthers, since Tepper took over, yeah. have the lowest winning percentage. They're way down there. The Rockies are like three tiers up, right? And the Rockies yeah. aren't exactly plus 500. Well, who all hired coaches this offseason? Carolina, Houston, Denver. Who else had a coaching change in the offseason? Indianapolis. Indianapolis and Arizona. And Arizona. And so what? With those teams, Carolina has far and away made the worst choice. Far and away. I mean, look at Houston. I wanted to meet Ryan's here. I thought he was going to be a fantastic head coach, and we're seeing it so far. But, like, I, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, one step forward, two steps back. I mean, there's no organization that amplifies that more than the Carolina Panthers right now. Yeah. And Bryce Young might be a B-U-S-T, bust, bust, bust. He looks foul. Foul. Is that the same thing we said about Tua? Not as bad. Tua, I, I saw the signs a little bit more. I feel like with Tua, it always looked weird because he's a lefty. Like, 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 find me a moment this season where Bryce... Weak arm lefty. Yeah. I'm out on lefties. Where, where has Bryce Young shown you reason for optimism this year? I haven't seen a single moment. Right. A single yeah. moment. Like, not, not even like, oh, nice pass. I mean, granted, I'm not sitting down watching Carolina Panthers games like it's, you know, my last day on earth, but... So, how is that Frank Reich's fault, then? Why why does Frank Reich got to go if... I don't know. It just seemed un, they just seem uninspired. Bryce can't throw that rock. Yeah. But they just... And what's also weird about that is another guy that I had thrown in the mix for not a head coaching job for the Broncos, but someone that I respect is Jim Caldwell. And he still made the cut on the Panthers staff. Like, he's also supposed to be, like, this offensive guy. I, I don't know what's wrong with Carolina. Wait, is Caldwell the new? No, he's, like, the assistant head coach now, I think. But he's, like, a special advisor. Or was. He was trying to get gigs this last couple. He was a good coach. I don't understand how Jim Caldwell is not get another chance after getting fired from Detroit. Did he take Detroit to the playoffs? Yeah, with Stafford and Megatron. Just can never get over the hump, just like anybody else. Well, that should be comfort. That should come for 10 playoffs. Jim trips. Caldwell's a good coach. What about, speaking of gyms, is this move being done because maybe Jim Harbaugh? Ooh. See, here's the interesting thought. Is... Everyone says Harbaugh's going to go to the Bears, right? But what if what if Dave Tappers comes in there and he says, he says that Jim Harbaugh's been working It'll have to so be a hard. money thing. Of course. Because you think about it, the two other high-profile jobs that are probably going to open up this offseason are the Chargers and the Bears. And why would you go to Carolina if those two jobs are on the table? But the rumor is Bill Belichick might look for the Charger job. Ooh. Imagine Belichick in the division. Does Dave Tepper remind you kind of of like a Walton family where he's going to spend that money? Yeah, I think so. Because you got to love. I mean, when the ownership changed from like a trust... In the family's names of like yeah. the Bolins and some other dudes running it to the Walmart family. Yeah. Everything's kind of started to go arrow up. It's definitely a Walton Penner type beat. Yeah. I definitely get that energy from him. So that's a good thing then, right? Would think, I mean, sometimes Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban got a ring though. Mark Cuban to me is as far as you would want to go in the side of 
involvement. Meddling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the one thing about the Walton Penner group is they're just like, hire the right people, let's get out of the way. Like, let's spend the money where we need to spend it. Put a new turf in. But yeah, when it comes to the X's and O's, like Sean Payton, you do you, buddy. That's probably the right way to do it. Did Sean Payton rub you the wrong way early this season? I want to know how he rubbed you. A little bit. Can we talk about how he rubbed you? I know he rubbed Eric Goodman the wrong way. Really? Eric Goodman was... Eric Goodman was not happy. He said, I don't like... Listen, Sean. Now it's Dion's turn. <laughs> Listen, Dion. I don't... I think I know a little bit more about rubbing people the wrong way. That's a really... And you do. I love when he talks like this, too, with his hand. Uh, Let me tell you something. That's a thing we do. <laughs> but here's not... the thing. If you're Sean Payton... He's just like... Did he rub you the wrong way? Sean Payton. No, I thought... I... You and Nilo Piro. Young buck. You know, got the whole world right in front of you, right? You got it by the huevos grandissimos. No, I just think he put his foot in his mouth. Because I'm all about, like, if you want to be confident, be confident, right? And I think he he bordered that co- that confidence and cocky side on the cocky side a little bit. But, like, it didn't necessarily rub me the wrong way. But I was just like, back it up. And you didn't back. Like, I'm a big, like, you get what you get, right? You, you got to eat what's on your plate. And for him to come in here with, like, hi-ho, I'm going to be pissed if this team doesn't make the playoffs. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And a fall flat on your face, eat your crow. Right? But, like, now you've built it back up. And, you know, now you deserve the flower. How I, much credit goes to coaching in this in this whole deal? I think a lot. Because Russell Wilson, as good as he is playing, does, does not necessarily pass the eye test. He's playing pretty good. He is playing pretty good. And then he's smart. He gets those pass interference where he just kind of spins one up there. It just looks like, oh, no, 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 he's yes. Like, oh, no, yes, yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, no. Oh, yes, yes. Like, Right. And Cortland Sutton's bailing him out a little bit. Dang, Cortland Sutton is balling out. Samaje P. Ryan's balling out recently. Javante. How about lost cause, Jerry Judy? You want to talk about a lost cause? He's and I hate to say it. I don't know. Well, I'm, what he needs to do is block. He needs to be a downfield blocker and a I, third option. He's not. I just feel like he. I, they've just. He's never lived up to that potential. No, 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 no. All the all the potential in the world with Jerry Judy. I mean, shout out Cortland Sutton, somebody that I was down on for a little bit. I was down on the whole wide receiver corp, to be honest with you. Cortland me. Sutton had an injury he had to overcome. Like, you know, I, he prior to the injury, was a nice little player yeah. and then just had to get back to that. Jerry Judy, I don't yeah. think he's ever shown no. me consecutive three out of four weeks of being a nice little player. No. And it, every every guy I've heard, you know, tell me he's great. Was it, is Cody in on him? Who? Rourke? Was Rourke always in on Judy? Or Rourke's in on everybody. Is he? Yeah. Seegers, I know, is huge on Judy. These guys, and I'm like, I don't, I don't I'm not seeing it. But I, yeah. I'm not a, you know, I want the Broncos to win all their games. I'm happy if they do. I'm, no, I'm not too. cheering against them, um, but I'm looking at it with like a, just a little different eye maybe than some, and I don't see, but I saw this last game. I saw him doing some, actually some nice downfield blocking. I'm not joking. Yeah. Like well, if he can get do. into a downfield blocking role and then just fake a block once and release every once in a while, hit the seam and yeah. get 30, 40 yards. Well, but I mean, hit, if you think he's going to get 100 catches and 1,200 yards, you're, you're cray cray. That's why uh, Steve Smith. You know, so that's the way they say he's a jag, just a guy. Ooh. You know, I mean, it's, is he wrong? Yeah, has Steve Smith ever been wrong? I don't know. Steve Smith's always. Steve Smith Sr.? Good player. When did he put that senior on the back? I don't know, because it wasn't always that way. I don't think he always had it. The end of his Carolina, right? He went to the Ravens. Yeah, was it Ravens? That's what I was going to say. Did he have it in Carolina ever? He was Maybe like the last year. He's the first one I ever remember putting the senior on. Did you know I watched a little ESPN Amon Ross St. Brown, like their last okay. name is just Brown. It's not St. Brown. Like the dad was like, we're going to make it St. Brown because it'll look good on a jersey. His dad's like the the power lifter. Yeah. 
like St. Brown, is, like his his parents' last name is Brown, but he was like, we're gonna put St. Brown on the certificate because it'll look good on the jersey. So his, re- I'm pretty sure his real name, and it's like it's not wow. just Amon Ross St. Brown. It's like Amon Ross something 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 St. Brown. You should have just your parents should have been like, we're gonna name him Manilo De Niro. It's like Piero, but it's uh it's better, and it's gonna look yeah. good on the on the back of the jersey. That would have been a good one. Dude. Hey, how about my guy Tommy DeVito? Showing out for you like yeah. All my Italian Americans are up right, right now, baby. He's all, giving the chef's kiss, isn't mm-hmm. he? All my Italian Americans are up. Living at home, yeah. mom's chicken cutlets every night. I mean, you want to talk about living life? And I love, not love, but like there is a lot of like female reporters or like just females in the business who are like, please don't be like this. Like they were like, don't do this. They're like, you make it, buddy. Like go live. He elsewhere. does live at home, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's a king. That is an app. The only reason I moved out of my parents' place because I didn't want to drive from Broomfield down here every day to get to work. Right. Why would I not live at home? Why would I waste money and pay rent? Well, on the other side of the spectrum, I had my parents living in my basement. So, Ooh, you're on the other side yeah, of history. But that's not anymore. See, so things change. Well, that's good. Yeah. Things change. Yeah, yeah I got I to gotta live in the moment a little bit. But <laughs> Tommy DeVito, my guy, man. I think what I could do is maybe get my parents to live in your basement. Yeah. And then it would be kind of yeah, like it, home, but you'd be it'll, close it'll to the work. studio. Yeah. I think that'll work out. Maybe I should just live here. Is DeVito one of those guys that... No, that's full stakes. Right. He's, he's all just, heart, baby. Yeah, exactly. He's my guy. He's like a flutie. Well, like a flutie? No, I mean, well, you're asking me things before my time. Who's an all heart guy? Can, who's an all heart guy you can think of? In recent memory? Like that, like like Minshew's all heart. Yeah, Minshew's all heart. Minshew's sweet. Who else is there? Like Foles? Foles? He has the size. Foles who's got a an Super all Bowl. heart? I'm trying to think of like recent performance. I, I mean... Because usually you have a really damn good quarterback if you're going to get like, that far. Is it Tom Brady? Yeah. Peyton Manning? Right, all those heart, guys? All like, heart. <laughs> no talent. Well, I mean, all heart. Well, he's got some talent, but like deep down, what do you think what makes Tom Brady up? Well, it's definitely, I mean, I it's, think it's, it's, it's a heart. combination. I think it's like his well, heart, whereas Peyton Manning's got that big brain. Yeah, well, that's what made him better is, is they had similar. Peyton probably had better football IQ. And probably better mechanics. Probably was the better fundamental player, but Brady was just. Heart. An SOB. Like <laughs> he it hated ju- you. It's just an S. I mean, it, it's a cliche, but it was Mamba mentality. Like it was. It's a sickness when you're that competitive. It's a sickness. I think I have it in me too. I just that hate dog losing. in you. <laughs> I just hate losing. I don't even like winning that much. That's why I have a hard time betting all the monies and stuff on the sports. You know, yeah. Because I don't remember the wins, and I hate the losses. Well, that's the, there's they no such thing as winning. Yeah, you either lost or you didn't bet enough. Right. You're supposed to win. That's how it goes. Ugh. There's no such thing as winning. Yeah, we oh. had Pastrana in studio, Travis Pastrana, Ooh. a couple years ago. It was a sweet interview, and he won everything. And I was like, he was on a heater. He was his answer was different. He goes, I just like winning. He's like, I just love winning. Some people and like, I'm like teach me how to do that because <laughs> I, I hate losing. Win. I hate losing. That's like my. Ugh, I just don't want to. It's a bad taste in the mouth. Which I p- should have picked a better. NFL franchise. Yeah. I'm trying to get my son to like. The her. I'm trying to get my son to maybe just. You're a good dad. Just like put the Vikings in their yeah. second or third favorite team. I, I did not have that same fate. So you're 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 doing the right thing. He's he's suffering. The last eight days have been rough. We were there when Cortland Sutton caught it right in front of us. Ugh. Rob B hooked them seats up. Rob hey, B. He's Blinsky built- Insurance. Blinsky with an E, Diaz. Building character at least. I'll be better for it. All Resilient. Right. Let's talk. You want to talk Nuggets on the on the it's other side? Show. I want to talk Nuggets. I want to get back into it now that the uh, in-season Ooh. playoff tournament's over. I've got thoughts for them. Yeah, um, but it was amazing to see what they were able to do. 
we'll get back on that, uh, recap that, and and we'll get into some more Broncos, man. It's fun talking Broncos around here. Broncos country, you're listening to Smile High Morning Show. We'll be right back on the other side. Take the lead with a three. Reggie Jackson. DeAndre Jordan, right handed couple. <laughs> the LA Clippers. Rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, this is what they used to do with uh, when they would roll the balls at, on half court. I, I think I'm not going to do game, it. Right like a game they would at do at Ball Arena. Yeah. I think I can. I've been to so many Nuggets games now that I think I could probably do like the entire in-game entertainment bit. You should I, do I, I think it. I could do it like where. I, Is I'm Dover here. still doing it? No, not since he right, not since he took that Dover. gig. Yeah. Um, and then my boy Josh was the one before Dover. Oh, really? Josh from softball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he was there for like five or six years. The Key Bank Key Shootout or something yeah. like you know you could do whatever what things were. They used to do so much. What happened to like the King Supers Blimp? Remember that? Yeah. They used dropped to, like, the gift cards. Yeah, and like you would. You ever go to a game they with don't that? do it anymore. No, I haven't seen that in a minute. And the parachutes too. The parachutes. The with parachutes the are they all don't gone. Do that anymore. Rocky still does his little bits with like the cake on the or like the the silly string. We were sitting at the Vikings game in Rob B's seats, and two and a row right in front of us is the guy that does the bit at the Broncos games, where he's oh, eating in the really? other fans' clothes, and they boo him. I love that. And then I was like, Brody, come on, what's going on? I thought you were a Vikings fan. He's like, no. And then I'm like, what are you doing with that jacket? Yeah. Brother, brother, let me, let me get brother it. wants yeah. a jacket. He's like, I'm going to bring it to my wife. But he gave us his horns for oh, George. Nice. Yeah, he took the horns off and like the little braids and they light up. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the, have, the have bit you, is funny. Have you been to that uh, stadium in Minnesota? Uh, yes, yes. That stadium looks is incredible. incredible. It yeah. looks phenomenal. Yeah, as a Broncos fan who's like, you know, they always talk about a new stadium. I would say if you can get something like what they got in Minnesota, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. But the bummer is Denver what people don't really realize about Denver that you and I know is that Denver should have hosted a Super Bowl five times by now. Yes. And Mayor Hancock does it every year on Super Bowl Sunday. He posts the temperature, you know, and it's it's a yep. could have worked. No problem. They could have done it in Denver and, they, and it didn't work that way. And it's like. I, I think the curse is that you're going to have to get a roof stadium to get the gift that is the Super Bowl. Right. And I almost don't want the gift that bad. Neither Whereas in I. Minnesota, I mean, it's yeah. I if mean, you I, don't have a roof, you're you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's like three months out of the year that you don't need the roof. The baseball stadium did it without a roof, and they had to. They had to sneak that thing in there. They had like right. a window of time and a and a rectangle of space, and they built a badass little ballpark there. Um, and then you get some cold days, and usually they're on the road early in the season. Yeah, that's a good point. But like here, you know, that's if they're gonna go build a stadium out by the airport. Count me out. I don't like that. You're not a fan of Bronco Land. I don't like it. I'm all in on it personally. Nah. I, don't. I like where the stadium is now. Yes. But like the way that I've pitched it is like imagine a co op with the Walton Penners and Cronky, and they're just like, F it. We're going to go build, you know, where Dick's Sporting Good Park is, and we're going to build like a massive, you're going to get the soccer stadium, you're going to get the basketball and hockey arena, and you're going to get the football stadium, and you create an entire district 
if they did it, okay, if they did it at 56th in Quebec, like you're saying over there, yeah, I'm I mean, there's all that open that. land. Yeah, they got the arsenal right there. You don't, yeah, if you go too far but out if towards you're the airport, going it makes up no by sense. like 96th and Pena or something like that, I'm like, nah, no, nah, I don't like that. Even up by the Gaylord, I think that'd be no, that's too far. But I think that's where they're looking. That's where they're looking. Yeah, am I? Gotta, I do you got? Have you heard anything that about by Dick Sports? No, I just, I mean, that's naturally that where, would be a dream, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah. I got a quick trivia question for you. Uh, but I like it down. I like it on Colfax and Federal. I think yeah. that's badass. That's I know. I like Denver's, it. Too. It's old school. That's two of Denver's baddest ass streets. It's old school. Yeah. Um, there's four cities where all four major sports teams play within the downtown vicinity. Do you know which four they are? That's uh, a great trivia question. Does you Philadelphia get... count? Yep. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say Detroit. It is Detroit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it, it wasn't it used until to the be Pistons out in moved. Auburn Hills, yep. and then they're back in Philadelphia, Detroit, um, Minneapolis. No, because St. Paul, the St. Paul's in the city. And they have that four teams. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Wait, Dallas. It's the easiest one. L.A. Mm-hmm. Wait, New York. Way overthinking it. Where do Where do you live? Minneapolis. No, where do you live right now? Oh, where Denver. Else? Oh, Denver. <laughs> Denver, Chicago, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Really? Only four states slash cities where all four professional sports teams play within the downtown region. I, I literally I saw that at a bar one night doing trivia, and I was like, that I'm never gonna forget that. I was like, that was fantastic because the Detroit one throws a lot of people, especially if you know ball, because right. you think Palace, the you palace. think Auburn Hills. I think of Malice at the Palace immediately. Yeah. Which is I was watching that the other day after the Draymond thing a couple weeks. What is that? Like, I was too young to like remember. But I'll I, never forget. And that. I've watched it a lot. But like every time, it's the 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 cock up on the punch from what is it, Stephen Jackson or Ronald? I can tell you exactly like, where I was that night. Uh, where Jermaine were you, O'Neal? I was on, on the- East Fourteenth Avenue in Denver, Colorado. I had just moved here. This was like '04. Mm-hmm. This must have been '04. And I got done coaching that night. It was a Friday night. I got done coaching Kennedy. I was coaching hoops, C team, JV, whatever it was. And man, I remember calling the varsity coach, and being like, "Did you see this? Did you see what's going on? This is crazy." And like. That was assault. Oh, my. The whole thing was just wild. Throwing beers on people and then, like, dudes bowing up. Like, fans yeah. bowing up. Yeah, it was great. And everyone thinks that and one fan. And then it fan, was Steven Jackson. Yeah. Don't and forget Steven, And then Jermaine. I mean, mm-hmm. all three of those cats are. Just haymakers. Just letting out Like, not aggression. just like a little jab, like a Rocky two, you know, <laughs> Apollo Creed. Here it comes now. Get your cameras ready. Bah! Like, it Golly. was nuts. That's one of those sports moments. I don't think yeah. I'll. You, you see it all the time on Twitter, but what if Twitter existed oh. during the malice at the palace? Oh. There's so many of those moments. I was going to say, I texted my buddy, but I'm like, I don't know if I did, but then maybe I did text him, but I had to press like T-Mobile D-E-F. You know, I had to like get yeah. the F, like what the D-E-F is this? Like that, what else? Like the Steve Bartman catch, that yes. would have had a Twitter meltdown. Yes. Um, What else would have been a Twitter meltdown? Like there's so many things. The, the Music City Miracle in, mm-hmm. in 99. Yep, that would have been a big one. Because we had social media with the Ray Allen 3. Like, that was, like, yeah. 2013, 2014. Like, so that was before it really blew up. The One of the first big Is sports that stories. That's the one where we stepped back traveled? I, I thought it was legit. <laughs> no, the one, the first big story that, like, I remember, like, where social media had it in a chokehold. What was it? July 4th or July 5th, the morning of. My next chapter. I remember waking up in L.A. and seeing that break on Twitter for Kevin Durant go to the Warriors. And I remember, like, that was the first story, like, where I was like, What? Man, damn! Like, he, he really did that. My next chapter, fresh off the seventy-three win season. That, that is the biggest cupcake move of all time in all of sports. There's, I don't, I don't think there's a softer move you could have possibly made. I probably would have done the same thing though. Let me come out and say that. But from a legacy perspective, 
I don't think there's a softer move in professional sports history. I mean, you want your guys to get rings, you know, and then if you can't beat them, join them. Is that the deal? I don't, I didn't, I never liked it. I, you lose a lot of respect for a guy, I guess, in theory, but like also you got a ring, you got a MVP of the finals. Yeah, it's all personal. <laughs> I mean, he made a bunch of sweet shots and like, it's not a, it, it, during that three years, like he was no, in the yeah. best three years probably of his life. And he was surrounded by the best players he's ever had in his life. Yeah. I bet if he looks back at it, he's probably like, that was a smart move, KD. <laughs> Selfishly, it was the right thing to do. Yes. But for the love of the game. I mean, I could go be the best radio show host ever, but I'd rather, you know, sit here next to Danny Williams and just be like a JV fiddle sometimes. Well, you know, we're, you're just waiting for your call up. You know, you're, you're next in line. Everybody that does a show with Danny but Williams. But if Steph Curry's team, you know, called me up and I was the Kevin Durant, I'd say, yeah. If Scott Stapp called me up and said, hey, oh, we need you to come do secondary Maybe vocals. Six feet. Man, you trying to make me cry? Yes. Well, we got one segment left. It's going to be a quick one. Yeah, it was. We're we're rolling by. Rolling, rolling, rolling. We're rolling just like the Nuggets are rolling. They are rolling. We really hit it hard there. Good Nuggets segment. Yeah, great Nuggets segment. (laughs) Uh, Hey, we'll get back. great last night. Jamal, great last night. Eric Gordon. For those of you that saw it, Jamal was really good last yeah. night. Yeah, Jokic, another triple-double. I mean, just great stuff. I love the way Gordon played last night. Reggie Jackson actually saw the court for once. Yeah, of course DeAndre I have. Jordan saw the court. Like, wow. Of course I have Fubo. <laughs> I watched Nicole play last night. Played great. All right, call us up, 303-831-1340. Hit us on the text line or just uh, listen in on the other side. We'll be right back. Let me see. This sounds like the kind of music they have playing when you get into the Denver Denison Implant Center. It's like so cool there, man. You get there and you're like, am I at a dentist or am I at like a rave? This is really sweet right now. 2190 East 17th Avenue. That's where my guy Kenny Burson, Dr. Kenny's at. That's where Dr. Kelsey's at. It's cool, man. They got TVs on the ceilings. They got like the neck pillows. They got the warm blankets. They like take good care of you. And then they go pay him a visit. They keep your chompers all clean. Yeah. 303-731-2005 or the... DenverDentists.com, Diaz. I'm supposed to get a crown soon. Go Maybe to my, I'll go see him. Go talk to Kenny, man. He's, mm. You tell him Coach G sent you. He'll be. Uh, you guys will have, yeah, Give me the good stuff. Yeah. Knock me out. He's one of them good boys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, check it out. You can do 360 tours of the place. Wow, but I mean, that place looks nice, man. It's classy, yeah. Gary will be there at the front to greet you. And then, uh, yeah, man, it's chill. I like to watch The Office when it's I go chill. there. chill. Watch it on the ceiling. Yeah. Is the NBA, we talked about the NFL, how it's kind of boring this year. The NBA. Well, the NBA. Is the NBA oh, also kind of boring this year? Was, I mean, it's in the early season. They're yeah, trying some new stuff out. The first half of the season is always pretty boring. But, like, what what are the storylines that are intriguing to you? I know we're Nuggets fans, but, like, is someone who's a, a Knicks fan intrigued by this season, or is it boring? Well, they're, because- they're always intrigued. But I would say the biggest storylines are, like, Webb and Yama, the Clippers. Right. Trying to figure it all out. Um, a lot of young play. Well, now the Josh Giddy stuff, but that's for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, that's no bueno. What else is there? The same. There was like the domestic situation with the Hornets player. Usually bad things. In the yeah, NBA. yeah, that's no good. We like, don't want like, that. Yeah, like I think the only good. But things- like the teams, like in the NFL, we talked like the, yeah. the games that are being played are boring, and the teams aren't any good. 
you know, other yeah, than like six. That's like, just the NBA, though. But, but the, is the NBA suffering from that, too? I think so. But you know why that is? Because sometimes these players don't try till the new year. It seems like there's some good teams coming out of the there, No, there's some and the fun Kings young teams. And like, the Timberwolves are dialed up. And Timberwolves the, are good. Oklahoma City's very fun. The Kings are sweet. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the... is Or is it just that they're small markets and they're not sexy markets? You have to find the love in that, though. You're not going to get the attention-grabbing headlines of, like, Jalen Hurts leads Eagles to thrilling overtime victory against the Buffalo Bills. Right. But you'll find, like, those niche little Kings-Suns matchups on a Tuesday night that you fall in love with. Or, King, like, you know... Mavericks, Spurs, whatever it might be. Like, there's a lot. Like last night, I'm ashamed to say, it, like two of the worst teams in the league. I had money on it. Detroit and Washington, awful game on paper. Right. Both teams had two wins entering the game. I believe the Pistons are now on a 15 game losing streak. But I was like, screw it, let's have some fun. See Jordan Poole with a near triple double, or uh, Kyle Kuzma. You're the you're the coach. You're Michael Malone. Who's the team in the West that you're most afraid of? State from which you reside. The Timberwolves. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Pretty damn good. They are pretty good. I was thinking the same they thing. They gave them their best matchup in the playoffs last McDaniels year. McDaniels is playing, right? We know that. Yeah. That cat They're can long play. And then tall. They're huge. It just seems like both Cat and Gobert are playing some really filthy defense this year. Which one of those two is going to step up with me the alpha? That's the question. Because you got, you know, your your teammate in a chokehold and Carl Anthony Towns like running away. Like you, you need a little bit of that dog. Carl Anthony Towns, I think, thinks he's a like a, a stretch three. Yeah, I don't think he thinks yeah, he's he a five. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he don't like getting in there where the block meets the paint, you know? But, yeah. so is that the team? That's the team that can take if down I, Jokic? Right now, that would be my biggest Man. threat. I'm not scared of Phoenix. I'm not scared of LA, either team. And that was the team that gave the Nuggets their first loss of the year, wasn't it, the Timberwolves? Yes, and gave them their toughest series in the postseason last year. Bruce Brown stated that. Yeah, I mean, I, just watch the game. Lakers aren't clear. You're not too worried about the Lakers. Suns, Phoenix Suns, Golden State. Old. old heads old heads baby well thanks for letting me be the old head usually when danny's sitting there he's the old head you're welcome even though i'm older than him um really yeah but he's the old one like you can't see nothing and he's got to wear the sunglasses inside yeah a little, a little hazy in those glasses well appreciate you sitting in man of i course, hope you brother. had a good time you're we'll the man you soon. got that great you got that great energy you got that ap I'll energy do my best for alex becker he runs the show i run the show anilo piro joining us uh Kind of fun today. We'll maybe get you back in uh, later in the week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, tomorrow's Hooters Wednesday. Ooh. So get in for some of that action. I'm Coach G from the LLC. Represent the 303. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Run up on Yeezy the wrong way. I might.